lighting. Right now we have a we have a guest who's in in um, is, that, is that a dorm room? Yeah, dorm room in Mankato. You mentioned? No, just uh, just my house. Oh, like where you live? Yeah. Okay, so you're you're a Mankato guy. Like you're born and raised in in Mankato. No, no, just my my house at school. Like we don't have to live in dorms. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Trav, keep up. So I've, I've never been treated that good before in my life. I don't know what it's like. Yeah, it's just a just <laughs> college house. Star. It's it's a good. Uh, we, do most mention? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, do most of the guys live off campus there? Yeah, yeah, we've got like um, it's like a little like community with all these houses, but everybody here pretty much lives and goes to school at MSU. So I live with like nice. four of the other guys on the team, and then there's right down the streets five other guys, and then around the corners like three or four more. So we all live in like the same little neighborhood. That's awesome. Love it. Out of curiosity, apologies for you know maybe being stupid, but like Mankato, like is that close to like Minneapolis, St. Paul, St. Cloud? Like, give me like a map perspective. It's an hour and a half south of Minneapolis. So southern Minnesota. Okay. Okay. So in yeah. Okay. So you guys go to Mall of America. It's it's doable. Like for a day trip. Yeah, like a day trip. Yep. Were you guys? Uh, you guys go to Mall of America this year, like Nickelodeon Universe? Uh, I've been there before. Some guys like, um, like for example, my roommate was from Germany. So when his parents came to visit, like he took them there, and that was like a like a cool, really cool thing to do like if you if you have like relatives come in or something that's a cool place to go it's unreal my problem was like as a kid it was always fun but like, i don't fit on the rides anymore because like they have like you can only get on so many rides and like you're squished together and like it's not it's not good for the hips it's not good for anybody especially if you're sitting beside me so need uh need, need the big boy roller coasters and the ferris wheels and stuff yeah but uh anyway uh on to more professional talks we we have a guest today that it is a, a pleasure and a privilege to have him on uh, I, I wanted to start off by saying congratulations but like i don't i don't know where to begin i mean you just signed you know pro deal with toronto you just won the holy baker right i mean you all you guys also went to the championship i know you lost against denver not to rub it in just saying but like it, it was an amazing season for you um like like I, I guess the first question i had for you was you won the holy baker is like the best player in the entire ncaa but you didn't win best goalie. Like I, I'm trying to, you know, still grasp that. Can you explain how that works, maybe? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I know it's it's two different committees, two different criterias. Um, I'm probably not the person to ask, but yeah, um, I, I can't argue with Devin Levi winning goalie of the year. He had an, an unbelievable season too. Nice humble answer there. Very humble guy. Very humble guy. Well, we. Uh, we like to break the mold on the Sling the Biscuit podcasting program. We are episode 57, I think. I could be wrong on that. Lose count sometimes. We have a signature question. We ask all of our guests, Dryden. Uh, Dryden McKay, by the way, goalie from Minnesota, Mankato State. Didn't introduce him, but my apologies. We have a signature question. We ask all of our guests. There is no right or wrong answers. There is no yes or no, black and white. It's just a varying degree of yes. We are accepting of all answers. Are you ready for the signature question? Yes. Okay. You're a big family guy. You're out of Mall of America at the Nickelodeon Universe Family Fair. You have an Uncle Jack. Okay, Uncle Jack. He, you know, he gets up on the merry-go-round. He gets up on the horse, and he gets stuck. Do you help your Uncle Jack off the horse, or, or no? <laughs> uh, I'd help Uncle Jack get off the horse, but I would not <laughs> help Uncle Jack off the horse. Smart man. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> 
we, uh, we we had a we had somebody listen to the podcast for He said you need like a signature question, and I said to Pat, I said this is great. Like there's there is no right or wrong answers. It's just a a universal truth. You want to help Uncle off or no? It's it's true, but I, I I'm, I'm concerned of like you don't know how the the guest might take it. You know, like I actually have no idea how you took it because I can't see you. So I'm like I was just hoping in my head that you were like maybe cracked a smile about it or something. I'm like yeah yeah yeah. Did it, did it go well, Trav? I, I think so. Like, <laughs> if you're listening at home on the YouTube video version, or maybe you're in the car, uh, for the video version, we look at cameras. Well, just a little bit off to the right of the cameras. Uh, so right now, Dryden is looking at the side of my head, but I can't see him. So like, when I tell a joke like that, I say it to, uh, right now I'm looking at the, the handlebars of my bicycle. I say it to the handlebars, and I think, I hope that he takes this nicely because I can't see his reaction. And if it goes south, I don't really know how to recoup this because I can't see his yeah. his body language. So it went well, though. Things are my, things are off to a hot start. Yeah. And my Skype's malfunctioning. I usually oversee everyone and look at the screen because I th- I do the angle, but I can I just can't see Trav or Dryden right now. So I was just hoping and praying. But it, I feel like if it went wrong, we would have just had to hang up and call it a day, and that would have been that. But we didn't, and we're still here. So we're happy to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. I, I gotta say the the first like before we even get started to the the meat and potatoes of what we're here for. Uh, I, dude, I got mad respect for you because in, in a time and in a situation with you specifically where it, it felt to me like all the, the media and everybody wants to like come after you and use you as a tagline for clicks and, and you know to pay their bills, you said to me, I would love to come on the podcast and tell my story. And like the, the, the balls to do that, like you got my respect, brother. And I know a lot of people submitted quite, or I guess comments and questions for the Q&A, and that was universal as well. Everybody says like, like the balls you got to have to come and and do this at, at this kind of time. So much appreciated and, and respect to you, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, I got nothing to hide, so I'm just happy to tell my story, and hopefully it doesn't happen to to anybody else. Yeah, that's exactly what I said to Pat. Those that have nothing to hide hide nothing. So, um, what, what do you say? Do you want to you want to get into the meat and potatoes right off the hop? Yeah, that works for me. Cool. So, um, maybe do you want to explain the the situation? So you're playing for Mankato State. Uh, the Olympics, NHL players not coming. Uh, they test you and fill in the blank. Yeah, so I got tested. Um, you know, I was a f- I was going to be the fourth goalie. Like I was, I was getting treated like I was on the team. But like at the time that I was tested, the team was in LA, like training, and I was still in at school, just playing for my college team. And they came tested me. Whatever, uh, didn't think anything of it. Got a call the next week. I mean, it was like a 30-second call. I was like, hey, you tested positive for, um, it's called Osterine. It's a steroid. It's called a SARM. And basically, uh, you're suspended as of the second, like, you're immediately suspended. We'll put you in touch with a lawyer. They hung up. So it was pretty crazy. Like, within a split second, I'm looking at a four-year potentially suspension. So I immediately had to send in all my supplements to, like, an independent lab, um, the lawyers kind of set that up and they tested all my supplements and they, I was lucky enough. They found the source of it in a, in a vitamin D supplement I had been taking like for like a week. Um, it was contaminated with, with the product or with uh, the steroid. And then they also shipped out an unopened bottle from the same um, lot number. And that was also contaminated. So that proved that that product was contaminated and I didn't put anything in there. So because of that, I was allowed to, the suspension was lifted for the time being um, until 
after the season when I would have to accept a suspension because you get suspended no matter what, whether it's your fault or not. So um, I ended up settling on a six-month suspension. Um, I can begin practicing in August, and I can resume competition on October 11th. And, and to clarify, uh, you mentioned before we started recording, so the suspension is handed down, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, just like by the um, uh, IIHF and the NHL and the AHL you mentioned are, are honoring that suspension, although they weren't the ones that, that put it out. Yeah, exactly. So it was, uh, it's called WADA, World Anti-Doping Association. So about as high up as you can go on the drug testing pyramid, I guess. So um yeah it, whatever they say kind of goes um you know it's not like i could have i couldn't go play in europe i couldn't play here is you know here's your suspension and, and i have to serve it so uh whether it was my fault or not I, I assume the risk of taking a non-certified supplement so therefore um i have to assume some type of responsibility which in this case is is six months which you know it could have been a lot worse and um you know i'm just i'm happy to move on from it and you said that, sorry, and you said you negotiated it like, like down to six months. You said started four years down to six months. How, yeah, how did that... so once, if I had not figured out that like where the contamination was, like if I could improve where it came from or why it was in my system, it, it could have been four years. But once you get like, then once they found it, then that bumps it down to between four and 10 months. And then from there, they kind of have to like decide what your degree of fault is like how much of it is your fault like what what's your comparison and then there was other instances in the past where athletes had taken the same thing taken a supplement that um you know it wasn't on the label it wasn't you know it was uh just a regular supplement and they found it in there so um you know they they decide that six months was fair and in the brand of the supplement do you have the, the name of the company uh i'm not releasing it publicly um okay but it's just a, a vitamin D supplement. Okay. Damn. So when obviously when this happened, you're probably stressed, like going through a lot. Like what? So how long of a process when like you first found out to when then you sent in your supplements and then got informed that it wasn't your fault? Like how long of a process was that or time frame? Got the call on a Monday. Had all my supplements shipped out on Tuesday. Found out on like. I want to say Wednesday or Thursday, like the source. And then I believe it was like Thursday afternoon. We, um, I had to do like similar thing, like a Zoom call with um, an arbitrator and my lawyer and the people from um, USADA, who the people that tested me and basically said, okay, we found the source. And then the arbitrator had to clear me. So then he said, okay, um, we lift the provisional suspension because that's what you're suspended with, basically. Provisional suspension suspends you until the sanction, which is what I just received. So once they lifted the provisional suspension, that means you can play the rest of the season. And then once they said that, then I had to get um, – I had to show that to the NCAA. Then the NCAA said, okay, since you're not suspended by them, you're not suspended by us, you're clear to play. And then I played on Friday. And that was the championship game, right? No, no, this was back in January. Okay, sure. Okay. My apologies. Yeah, so we were actually in Bowling Green, Ohio. Damn. So you were probably you were probably like stressing hard for a second there, and luckily it was only a few days. Yeah, like. I mean, within a matter of three days, my season was almost over. But uh, luckily, I got that provisional suspension lifted. So um, from there on, it, it's such a long process after that that. 
the timeline worked out that I could play the rest of the year. Damn. So I was going to ask if it was NSF certified because that would have been a whole separate thing. But that that is scary to like find out that these supplements might be contaminated. It's, I mean, I guess as a lesson like for like other fellow athletes is like make sure it's NSF certified, I guess, right? Would you say? Exactly. That That's why I had to um, – if it had been an NSF certified supplement that was contaminated, I think I would have only gotten four months. But because it wasn't certified, that made that bumped it to six months because I had to, you know, own the responsibility of taking a non-certified substance. And and to kind of back it up. So it's a vitamin D. When like at the time when you, I guess you decided that hey, like this is what I'm going to take. Like I'd like to imagine you're thinking, you know, this is going to help me and whatnot. Like it's going to help my game. It's going to benefit me. And then like I would assume, correct me if I'm wrong, like just the most helpless feeling of like, hey, you're positive for steroids, basically. And you're like, I, I, I didn't do anything. Like, like what? Like what do I do? Like, and then you're you're hoping, okay, well, I'll send off the samples. They come back positive, thank God, because otherwise, you know, we have a a bigger mess on our hands. Like, just a, like, you got to feel beyond helpless. Like the worst feeling I ever know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I obviously had to tell my parents, and you know, my parents are like, well, what did you take? And now you got to think back within like the past six months, like every little. Mm. substance that you'd taken so i had like i had to send in like a pre-workout that i took over the summer i had to send in um like whatever like just all these like a vitamin everything everything had to go out and uh yeah it's pretty helpless everybody's kind of, like i only really told my parents and my coaches and you know it's it's such like a unimaginable circumstance that nobody really knows how to handle it but yeah i mean it was it was described to me as a grain of salt in a swimming pool. Like that's how low the level was. So I was getting no, no performance enhancing benefits, which is the worst, you know, that's like the whole part that they're trying to come after me for is to eliminate the the PEDs. And it's like, I, I got no benefit off of this. It was obviously contaminated and um, it sucks that I still, you know, have to pay a penalty, but um, it is what it is. Were you cons- like scared or nervous going into because it was released to the public a few days ago, but obviously it was put on hold for the rest of your season. Were you kind of nervous how the public might like look at it or how like the narrative might be? Yeah, I think, you know, that was kind of, that's kind of the worst part about it is they, they have to, it's like in the, it's part of their protocol that they have to release a public statement. You know, they can't just put you on a list and that's Mm -hmm. that, like it was going to come out, you know, the headline is the headline. It's Dryden McKay, whatever, Hobie Baker winner test positive or is suspended for doping. Like no matter yeah, how you did. no matter how you shape it, it's gonna look bad. So that's why I made sure to have, you know, a statement ready so as soon as people saw that they could hear my side of the story and, and realize that it was, you know, a contamination thing and I'm not a cheater. I'm not a you know, I, I wasn't trying to gain an advantage, you know, illegally. I was, you know, just trying to take a supplement to keep me from getting it and keep me healthy during the season that was it yeah and there's a lot of a lot of headline readers who won't click on the article like naturally i read i see the headline actually it was on facetime with trav and like we see the headline we're like wait what like of course it's like wait, he's on like steroids what the hell and then you click the article you read it and you're like oh okay like this is what happened but there's a lot of people that they just read a headline and then spread the news you know they're not exactly reading the article which obviously adds a scare to to how like what's going to travel but i mean hopefully hopefully this can you know help obviously we don't get millions of listeners or anything but hopefully people you know 
can hear this, your story, and then uh, get a better feel for it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think even just on Twitter, like any any time I was getting, you know, like hate comments or whatever, people saying, oh, you dope, like whatever, immediately after, like some random person would come and like read the article, idiot, or like something like <laughs> that, and it'd be like, wow, like people are actually, you know, listening and, and you know, they're on my side, which is, you know, something I was really grateful for because I, I wasn't really sure at all what the what the reaction was going to be. Yeah, dude. And, and I mean, keep in mind, I can't see you right now, so I have no idea what your facial expression is, but I can kind of hear in your voice that like you're, you're genuinely moved and upset by this. And I mean, anybody would be, I, I think too, like you, you seem to me, at least from, from hearing your voice upset at the fact that like people are, are pointing the finger at you and calling you a cheater and calling you this kind of stuff when you know, on the bottom of your heart, like you were just trying to do something good and, and help yourself out when you know then you get this big catastrophe it's like can we just put it to bed and i mean the you know toronto signs you so clearly they don't care you still won the hobie baker right all all these amazing accomplishments despite you know a couple people trying to smear your name and and like i mentioned when we first started man we're we're happy to try to hopefully get your story out there and try to help you out because you know we 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 respect it man we respect the work you put in yeah i mean i think i think the people that you know, mean the most to me and, and the people that, that matter the most are, are on my side. And, um, you know, even with when talking to teams and Toronto um, included, they, they're very understanding that they, they like the way that it was handled. And, um, you know, I got out in front of it. I have nothing to hide. And, um, you know, it was, it was an unfortunate, unlucky situation. And, and that's, that's it. And just hoping to put it behind me. And um, I mean, I understand it'll always kind of be associated with my name, but um, hopefully it, it, it kind of fades away as time goes on yeah well you know the truth we know the truth i mean i think anybody listening you can kind of hear it in your voice that this is the real deal yeah exactly uh speaking of which why don't we uh transition a little bit more positive thing uh every single week we have viewers of the week so if somebody listens to the podcast you want to be viewer of the week you want us to potentially in uh we do that what do you say we uh we get that out of the way and get a little more positive here right? that works excellent so uh, a couple of viewers of the week here we got uh Ryan Polak, we got uh, Jacoby, we got Frankie Valentin, we got Nico Nico Martinez. By the way, he wanted to mention uh, Pat made him viewer of the week last week. He is not from Minnesota. Wanted me to put that in there. Uh, we got Farrell Bergen, we got Braden. Said, I want to be viewer of the week because I'm a cool cat. I don't know what that means, but we got you in here, buddy. We got uh, Caleb, we have Zach Meadows, we have Brad Pickett. He said he listens to the podcast every Monday when he drives to school. And uh, yeah, he said he's from Newfoundland. He's a Newfoundland boy. We got uh, Brandon K brings uh, his exam anxiety exam anxiety down by listening to podcasts. It's a I don't know. I think we're a pretty stressful podcast. That's nice to hear. Uh, Aiden Johnson said, uh, "I'd like to be viewer of the week in exchange. I will offer Trav my couch next time he comes to Vancouver. Well, rent is expensive and Airbnb is a much better. So what much was appreciated. That, my what friend. was his name? Uh, Aiden Johnston. Okay. I have one. Me? I have a viewer as well. Excellent. Uh, his we name. Got, uh, Oh. oh, you want to roll through yours first? You got more? I, I, I got a couple more. And then, yeah, we got, got uh, Joseph. viewers. Everybody messages me because you don't reply to DMs. You take like seven business days. I, I reply the same day. Just like Dryden McKay. Great guy. Uh, anyway, we have uh, Josiah. We have Bo. And then the final one I have, I have AJ Griffith. He's Griffith. He says, listen to the podcast on my way to practice every night. Ranks an hour and a half away. I burned through three episodes all together. Thanks, guys, for making my drive better. And if you want to be viewer of the week, you send me a DM or Pat. And uh, we'll pencil you in. You didn't say Landon, did you? I did not, no. <laughs> Perfect. I always get repeats. <laughs> so my viewer of the week, Landon, I don't, his last name is a little hard to 
pronounce. I think it's Gor Gorzin, Landon Gorzin. Landon Gorzin, yep. Yep, and he uh, he reached out in my DMs and said, can I be – He actually, he said, I thought I would help you out and be your viewer of the week. That way you can prove to Trav that you do get different viewers of the week. So shout out to Landon for that. He popped up in my hidden request too, so I actually had to search for this one. But thank you, Landon, and shout out to him. He probably messaged you in like November. You finally got back to him in April. April 19th. Okay. Come on now. Come okay. On. Keep it on. business days. <laughs> That was seven business days, wasn't it? <laughs> With weekends too, more or less, give or take. Yeah. Um. And anyway, on the topic of uh, DMs, I'm curious, uh, Dryden. You, you won the Hobie Baker. You signed your pro contract with Toronto. All this kind of stuff happening. Like, what? Like, what do the DMs look like these days? I know you don't have like a, a crazy amount of followers, but you do have a good following. Like, what are the DMs looking like these days? Yeah, it's, it's been a ton of Toronto people lately um, welcoming me to Toronto. So that's been really cool. Um. Nothing crazy though, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of guys in there. So uh, my girlfriend's happy about that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's good. That's awesome, dude. Do you know much about Toronto? You ever been to Canada? Sorry for the stupid question, but just out of curiosity. Yeah, I'm I'm half Canadian, and I've also uh, I've done a few tournaments, youth tournaments there when I was younger. So I've been to Toronto a few times. You poutine guy? Pache loves poutine. We'll get him going on this. I do love poutine. <laughs> it's good every once in a while. I think it's a little heavy though. That's fair. That's fair. I, I only go to Canada here and there. Like this year we would travel up to Quebec. Uh, uh, we probably went like five times. So every time I would go there, we would go for say like four or five days. I would just binge on poutine. And by the end of it, I would hate it. But then when we went back again, it was time to binge again. So I go on like poutine benders and uh, I, I love it. But yeah, I could see how you could get tired of it if it's there all the time. Yeah. I was telling Pat this before we started recording. I saw this on TikTok the other day. Somebody was ordering poutine, I think at Wendy's or it might have been A&W. But instead, they substituted the fries for chubby chicken, like the chicken fingers, and just like whacked them up. So you get crispy chicken fingers, curds, gravy. How unreal does that sound? That sounds amazing. Protein poutine. Poutine on poutine. Poutine on drugs. Dude, you know poutine? Are you guys a fan of the poutine with like, say, buffalo chicken in it? Or oh, you just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not alone. I love, I'll take I it love all. that. God, I love I, I need some poutine. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. My, my woman and I, we're going to the Jets game tonight, and we're going to get a Jet dog. It's like a foot-long hot dog, brioche bun, local wiener, local hot dog. They got the chili, bacon bits, nacho cheese sauce. Uh, caramelized onions and pierogies on top. Are you kidding me? Come on, foot long, give it to me. I'm only doing half because it's like 2,000 calories for a dog, but that's okay. I, I counted my calories for today, so we're going to be good no matter what. Buddy, you're not flush the toilet in here? Holy shit. Trap, you back? Okay, I am I am ready to go. Uh, she didn't flush the toilet before. You're absolutely disgusting. I, I heard you. Oh did, oh, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought my mic was over here. You couldn't hear I it. Was, Never mind. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's, that's tough. That's. That's what it's. Are you recording again? I don't know. This I've been be, recording the whole time, to okay. be honest. Oh, perfect. So you could hear, you yeah. could hear it. Yeah, Trav's newly living with um with his woman, his, his lover, and yep. this is this is the realities of it. Sometimes she might not flush the toilet. Was it at least? Was it was it a number one or two? <laughs> Honey, was it a one or was it a two? <laughs> 
And she said, don't worry about it. You know it's a oh, two. Wow. You, know it's a, <laughs> you know what? Damn. I, I, I hope you don't get dried in trouble for talking about this, but like, if there's one thing I've learned about women with living with my woman and you know living with, uh, with other females is that like, women do poop. They do. It's a fact. That's crazy. Talk. They want that's you to believe that they don't, but they do. No, they don't. You're crazy. That's good stuff, yeah. though. That's a good joke. Good fun. You, do you, you live with it. your woman, Dryden? Uh, no, but she lives not too far away, so we kind of split her house or mine. Okay. Well, how long have you guys been together for? Uh, two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Man, uh, she also go to Mankato? She did. She did? Okay. Perfect. Yeah, we both gra- – well, she's – I guess we both graduate this the, okay. in a month. Right. That makes sense. Uh, moving in anytime soon. Any plans for a one bed, a studio, maybe a den? Or, or a loft, lofts are nice. That's a good question. That's a question for another day. Yeah. We don't want to put you on the spotting, you know, in case she listens to this. She but. sees this on <laughs> Might have Might put you in a rough, rough situation. You're going to get asked the hard questions. But we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that be for you two to discuss. And we'll get uh, back on track here. Minnesota, Mankato, obviously. So why... I like to ask, obviously, a lot of our guests, what made you choose Minnesota Mankato? Um, I think I had an opportunity to play right away, which, I mean, you can't really ask for much more, especially as a goalie, to be able to step in as a freshman and play games and, um, you know, eventually start. So that was big. Um, it's relatively close to home. I'm from Chicago, so we don't have any D1 in Illinois. So um, it's only six hours, so that's, that's not bad. And um, just kind of the history of, of winning and, and playing under coach Hastings, who's, you know, one of the best college hockey coaches of all time. Did, did you have a lot of other interests? Um, like before you were in college, when you were in the USHL, say? Yeah. Uh, I was committed to Holy Cross originally. Oh, nice. And then once I, once I decommitted there, um, I had some other schools reach out, but uh, Minnesota's Minnesota state was just such a good, situation that i knew it was a perfect fit that i committed here pretty quickly yeah, and obviously it worked out i mean you guys had four great years you're a hobie baker winner you did and you did win the national championship so that's that's always that's always a plus uh, uh, we lost Pat, oh, lost? they lost, they oh, lost Pat. i thought i thought <laughs> i thought last year oh we lost at denver oh oh oops <laughs> that's okay <laughs> my, my bad my bad was it wasn't trying to throw jabs? That's just me being misinformed. <laughs> you guys won, eh? No, we didn't. Are you sure? I'll talk to my people. I'll talk to my people about that one. That's not my fault. Not my fault. That's my that's my my sources. Yeah. But obviously, it still worked out. Regardless, great four years. You're now going to uh, play for the Marlies. Uh, you're undrafted, right? Yep. What was that? So I think a lot of guys that aren't drafted might in the moment feel a little like pissed about it but did you feel that it was beneficial in a way when obviously you started having success in college and then you could any team like potentially could uh sign you did you feel that was a benefit for you yeah i mean i I was never really expecting to get drafted i was never listed on central scouting or anything like that i was at 18 19 i was just happy to you know make a ushl team at that time so um, I think I was I was definitely a late bloomer, and um, you know it's definitely a plus of the college route to to be able to have success in college, and then have your kind of pick of team, pick your you know pick your team when when the time comes. Yeah, absolutely. 
definitely definitely has its benefits i would i would say I got a question for you. We got a bunch of questions uh, for the viewer Q&A, which we'll get to in a second. And this was one of them. This was also one of mine. How nasty are the Mankato jerseys, the purple and the yellow? Are you kidding me? Like, what a great look. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just started doing that my freshman year. I think they were, like, black and purple before, and then they went to the purple and gold my freshman year. So uh, it definitely helps with gear, too. The purple and gold and the white look really good on, on all the sets that I had here. So I uh, can't complain about the jerseys or, or this overall style. So clean. So, somebody did ask for the Q&A was, uh, who do you think the best jersey in, in college hockey is? Can't say Mankato. Besides us? Yeah. Yep. Outside, Outside of you guys, guys who's, who's got, got the best hearts? Uh, I'll go with North Dakota. I think the green and the black and the white, the way they the way they set their jerseys up. They had, they had two like specialty jerseys ah. this year that were sick, too. The uh, like the black base one? Hopefully the, the MSU fans don't get too mad at me for picking North Dakota, but I like their jerseys. Very, very, very clean. And a, a popular question that I thought of as well. Kyle wanted me to ask you, and I hope you don't take offense to this. Are you related to David Ayers? Because you look very similar to him. <laughs> Have you gotten this a lot? Not related to David Ayers. Yeah, wait, Trev, who, who is that? David Ayers. He's the Zamboni driver for the Toronto Maple Leafs that beat the Toronto Maple Leafs with Carolina like two years ago, right before for, uh, the Cove. Oh, was he the emergency goalie? Yeah, he, he's the dude. He's doing uh, public speaking now. He's a public speaker. Really? Yeah, he does speaking engagements, and he, he's a, a spokesperson for, uh, I think it's Sleep Country Canada, like the big mattress company in Canada. Yeah, he's a big mattress guy. Interesting. Yeah, it look, looks very similar to you. I hope you don't <laughs> take offense to that. Yeah, I don't know. He's a good-looking guy. Trav, how do you spell his name? David Ayers, D-A-V-I-D, David Ayers, A-Y-R-E-S. I wouldn't say he's a good-looking guy, but he's got That's a beautiful what? wife. Like His wife is incredible. Sorry, you, you want me to spell it again? No, I got it. I got it. But oh. I was just like. So what was that? Was he married to her before he played in the NHL? Yes. Apparently they were married for 10 years, I think. I um, I ended up talking to, to, to him like right around the, uh, like the time that it was happening. And him and I were FaceTiming. And, and I asked him, just out of curiosity, like, what's your wife like? And he's like, dude, she cooks every meal for me. Absolutely takes care of me. Makes me feel like the king of the house. <laughs> <laughs> what an unreal setup. I think I think just based off pictures, there's like a little resemblance when he has the mask on. Um, you see it? Oh, like this slight resemblance when he has the mask on, but when he's got the mask off, I no no, mate, no. We, we I wouldn't. We can't do. We can't do Dryden like that, man. This guy's <laughs> this guy's old. And, you know. You know what? Why don't Why don't we do this? Okay. <laughs> People listening, if you're on the video version, you, you see right here your prime example on your iPhone, your Android device, whatever you're listening on. Or um, uh, Nick, who was viewer of the week last week, listens on the 85-inch flat screen. If you're in the car, you know, pull over, take a look. Here's a video on the, or picture on the screen. David Ayers, Dryden McKay. Do you see the similarities or am I nuts? I'd like to know. Um, as we move forward, uh, you're a big 600 glove guy. Matt wanted me to ask, are you going to try a 580 anytime soon? I, I'm a 580 guy as well. I wanted to know. I'll be honest. I tried to I tried to try one the past couple summers, but um, every time I got a hold of True, it was during and they were saying they weren't shipping internet like from Canada down to the U.S. So I never got to demo it. So I just stuck with what I know. But I would like to try it at some point. Oh, was it through the the rep, George? Yeah, I believe so. Oh my god, dude, that guy's the biggest name dropper ever. Is he? Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah every time I've with him. 
Every, every time I met him, he always talks to me about Cameron Ward and Carey Price in the glory days. <laughs> takes a drink. Wardo Pricer takes a drink. Anyway. <laughs> Um, got the nicknames. He's on a nickname basis. Oh, boys. <laughs> yeah, well, he used to talk about Matt Murray all the time, too, as well. Anyway, uh, Jackson wanted me to ask, can you be my father? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I can. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, he's, him and the missus, uh, Mrs. McKay, are not adopting anytime soon. So uh, if those ask him. Um, Connor wanted me to ask, what do you do leading up to a big game? Like, what what is your... Uh, routine, what is your preparation? Um, I've seen a couple things online that you're a big uh, visualization breathing guy. I had a couple teammates message saying that you have one of the most insane uh, breathing routines out there. I don't know if they're yanking my chains or not, but you want to elaborate on that? Uh, I think they're yanking your chain. I don't I don't do anything crazy like that. I mean, I try, I'm a pretty calm, pretty even keel guy, so I, I keep it pretty light in the locker room. And I guess I take, I take a few deep breaths, but it's, it's nothing special. And um, I just try to, I think when I was younger, I used to get super nervous for big games and, and it would, you know, I'd play that way. I'd play nervous. But I think as I've gotten a little bit older, I've I've gotten more excited and, and just tried to embrace the moment and, and be excited about the big game. So I guess that'd be my approach. That's great. And speaking of uh, embracing the big moment, you got to Mrs. McKay. Been together for two years, right? Things are going great. Hopefully moving in sometime soon. We think that we can help you upgrade your game with the Mrs. McKay this summer. What do you think? Are you open-minded to this, Dryden? Uh, tell me more. Okay. Well, here you go. Here's your opportunity, folks. Personally, I stink. My, I have really bad BO. So the folks at Manscaped, they got the brand new Manscaped deodorant. You can't see it right now, but I'll show you. This stuff is awesome. It smells like uh, like licorice. I love licorice. And uh, you just put it on. You're going to smell great this summer. This season, it's really hot and humid out, especially Minnesota. The, the Midwest gets so humid. And uh, the Manscaped lawnmower. So for me, personally, uh, I know, say what you will, I've been trimming down my arms, so I'm not getting like food stuck in my forearms. I know Pat looks kind of like an orangutan with the forearm hair. I got to trim down so I don't get food stuck in there anymore. And when I go to see my acupuncture guy every Tuesday, I trim up my legs. Not not bald, not bald, <laughs> just a little bit. And then the cupping cups suck better to them. I told him yesterday, I said, I, I trimmed them just for you. And he says, no, you, you did it for my cupping. I said, yes, it was for your cupping. But he was really happy. He was really excited. And you can too. Mr. McKay, we can take care of you trimming all the boys. Trim the boys this summer. The Manscaped yeah. Lawnmower 4.0, the best shave a man can get. Use it for, uh, we're going to keep it appropriate here because you're on pro contract now, but if you want to trim the legs, you want to trim the arms, you want to trim the boys, you want to trim uh, the undercarriage, we'll call it that. We got you covered this summer. Pat, help us here. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree everything you said. Maybe not the licorice. I don't know if it smells like licorice, but either way, it smells fantastic. And it's, uh, it's kind of the new... Manscaped is just kind of taking over the whole, you know, the Manscaped game, if you will. It's in, in not only like with the shaving, the buzzers, they got the shampoo, conditioner, etc. The whole thing. It's becoming the new trend. It's it's wiping out all the other ones. So kind of if you want to stay with the times, get Manscaped one. And if uh, if your girl, say, like doesn't like you fully shaved, that's why we we emphasize that Manscaped has trimmers. Because you can trim your hair and make it look clean, and get, and you can rock the chest hair if you want, and you can rock the forearm hair if you want, which is a good-looking trait that I have, my forearm hair. So yeah, use code BizKit for twenty percent off all of Manscaped products on their website. Go over to Manscaped.com, use code BizKit, and we appreciate you guys if you do, and thank you for the support. And to give you a quick idea how many trimmer options they have, you notice my beard this week? I look like Khabib Nurmagomedov because I accidentally used the number one on my mustache yeah, yesterday, not the number chin. two. 
Yeah, you see, you you see that? I, I screwed up. I screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't look very good, does it? It's, it is what it is, Trout. I got to make know. do. I got to make do. Anyway, as we as we move forward, hopefully uh, Mrs. McKay doesn't mind, and uh, we're going to take care of you this summer, Mr. McKay. Um, uh, back to the, uh, to the questions. Uh, Brett wanted me to ask you, did you play with any amazing players that you remember as a kid? Players that maybe made it somewhere that you look back on now that you played with? Yeah, I think, um, let's see. I played with Christian Fisher. He's on. He's been playing for the Coyotes for a few years. Um, played with Nathan Smith the past three years. He's uh, with the Coyotes now. We just went and watched their game against the, the Wild last night. Um, let's see, who else Who else did I play with? Tanner Lazinski, he's, he's an up-and-coming up and coming guy with the Flyers. Um, yeah, I played with lots of good players. Well, running blank a little bit right now, but I played with some good players. Do you hear one of those moments like when you skate with these guys, you're like, like they're going to be good, or or were they just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is the right word, but like they're they're average at the time and then they excelled at a later date. Uh, probably both. I mean, I think like Christian Fisher, for example, he when we were younger, he was like one of the smaller guys, and then it it was like all of a sudden one summer he grew like six inches, and then he was the best player on the ice and when played at the national team and was in the NHL when he was 19 years old. So there's some guys like that. And then there's other guys that are, yeah, like, like you said, like they're, the, they're the best all the way up. And you can tell right away when you skate with them that, you know, these guys are better than everybody else. Uh, Grant said, can you tell me, tell the boys a little bit about rounders? I'm assuming it's an inside joke. Rounders is one of the, uh, one of the most popular bars here in Mankato, especially, uh, if you're a college kid uh, right downtown and uh, they, they have a pretty good happy hour special. So I'll leave it at that. Rumor has it you're a local, you're a regular. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a regular, but <laughs> I've, I've been there before. No question for you. Do you shut the night down with some deep fried pickles or some poutine if you're going down to Rounders on a Saturday night? Uh, poutine isn't really an option down here, so I guess I'd have to go with the pickles. Deep fried pickles, a little bit of marinara ranch. Option. It's good. Blue cheese ranch. Oh, my God. Give me some of that. Um <laughs> Greg wanted me to ask you, are you related to Ken Dryden? <laughs> no, I am named after him, though. Oh. True story? That's a true story? Yeah, he was my dad's favorite goalie, and um, it was actually my mom's idea, but yeah, that's that's where the name came from. Really? That's awesome. Look, look at that connection. I, I read the I read the question like two days ago. I was like, this is so stupid. I have to ask <laughs> it. That, that's great. I'm glad I asked it. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh Fred wanted me to ask, do you have a go-to pickup line? Obviously, you have Mrs. McKay, so something had to have worked. You know, you had to have swept her off her feet, no? Uh, yeah, I, I do not have a go-to pickup line, and maybe that's why it took so long for me to to find a good one. So how did you win her over, though? Uh, that's a good question. I think she, she actually uh, she wheeled me a little bit. Ooh. No, really? Really? Yeah, I'd say she initiated it more than I did. Nice. We respect that. We love that. That's good. Expected it, yeah. Let it come to me. Maybe that's my biggest advice. <laughs> that's there hard you to go. get. A little confidence. Probably hard to get. <laughs> what was the first that's date? The you guys go for a movie? Go go fishing down by the river? What do you do? Uh, I think just dinner. Honestly, she uh, she doesn't really like going to movies because she always falls asleep. So uh, we usually do dinner. I had the same problem with my dad growing up. You couldn't take him to a movie because he'd always pass through the movie theater five minutes in and he's just snoring. <laughs> yeah, it's a waste of money. I stopped. My dad listens every week. He's going to call me out to the sun. I never fell asleep in the movie theater. <laughs> Trev, you and your dad must have a lot of beef at this point. You, you tell a story about him every every episode, and then 
iterate that he's not gonna not gonna be too happy about it. So I just want to know, let you know, Trav's dad, that I'm on your side. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's you. on Team Frank. Yeah, we love we love Frank over here. Yeah, Frank the Tank. He actually used to call himself Frank the Tank when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, anyway, enough about my dad. You got any questions, Patton? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that's plenty for the for the Q and A portion of it. Um, is there anything else in the notes you wanted to go over? Uh, the last question I had, I wasn't going to ask it, but because we got some time, um, Nicholas wanted me to ask you: Have you ever taken a Viagra? <laughs> no, I have not. Perfect, great. Um, anyway, as, as we we move forward. Uh, Pat did a little bit of a drawing uh, before we started the podcast. We wanted yes. to show you, wanted to get your reaction live on the air. Pat, you want to take it away? Yeah. Um, well, we do want to say we are happy to have gotten the story out here and that we do believe you and that um, the, t- the tainted supplement, and we're glad to get that out there. But that being said, we did come across a before and after photo of uh, – of you, uh, you're between your junior and senior year. You can you guys see my screen? Yeah, I can see it. We can see it. Yeah. So this, this was you junior year, <laughs> and you senior year, and uh, vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah, vitamin D's. Yeah, it's good stuff. Vitamin D, guys. This is you're looking. You're looking good. I'll take I mu- ten. <laughs> I must say. Moral of the story is get sun. Get sun, eat your fruits and veggies, and get sun. Make sure you're getting sun. Eat your vegetables. Yep. <laughs> I, but, I told uh, Pat before we started, it would have been better if he had photoshopped from the waist up and put it on a picture with you and pads on. <laughs> but, well, I'd probably take up a little bit more than that if I looked like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd be, you'd, be, you'd be squared. There's nowhere to shoot, although you'd be a little stiff. <laughs> All the pucks would break when they hit me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If uh, if if you're listening in the in the car stereo, you're at you're at home. If you're not on the video version, uh, Pat photoshopped Dryden's face on Dwayne the Rock Johnson, where he's just like ripped and chiseled. And there's a picture of Dryden in what was it a, a blue shirt, just a blue casual T-shirt, leaning up against the wall, looking. I don't want to say small, but you you look like what you look like. He's and then, lean. He looks like lean. a lean guy, like a, like a lean, yeah, like a lean athletic kind of guy. And then there's just a chiseled rock with Dryden's face beside it. So you got to watch the video version. The video version is so. So YouTube, much better man. than the audio. YouTube, yeah, the YouTube version. Um, that is that is all I have. Unless you got anything else you want to roll off of with Pat? No, that that should be good. Uh, obviously, I was joking. We do, um, and obviously, if you listen this far in the podcast, you've heard his story and what actually happened. So, just to get that uh, get that across, we're not trying to push any other narrative. That was just for a joke. But anyway, just want to yeah, give a good we, laugh. Uh, we are happy and uh, appreciate you coming on for the podcast to talk. I think that uh, shows a lot about you. So appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thanks for letting me tell my story and, and have some laughs. So thank you. Yeah, and give him some love, too. Dryden, uh, uh, Dryden McKay 30 on Instagram, correct? I think just Dryden 30. Okay, Dryden 30. Give him some love. Give us some love. We, this dude has 4,000 followers. Are you kidding me? This guy needs ten oh. k. Let's get him ten k and I a mean, check mark. Yeah, by next by next year he's gonna be flying past that. He's you know as he's becoming a professional athlete. But let's get him. Let's give him a head start here. Give him a bump here. Yeah, let's be the start that says, "Hey, we got him. We got him some followers. We got him some love. We gave him some attention." Slinging the biscuit. <laughs> exactly. Yes, we love it. Anyway, 
Uh, this has been episode 57. I'd like to say thank you, Pat Shea, for uh, doing 57 episodes with me, Dryden McKay. Thanks for coming on. And, and as always, we do a new episode every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. in Winnipeg, 9 a.m. in Calgary, 8 a.m. in Vancouver, uh, midnight in China for the two people that listen in China, and uh, 1 a.m. in Australia as well. Um, 6 p.m. in Sweden, all those time zones. We'd love to have you for the next episode. Thank you for listening. Whether you're at home, you're on the YouTube video version, we appreciate you as always. And uh, we will see you next week for the next episode next Sunday.